Hello, 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 my navigator friends. How are we doing today? Happy Friday. We've got a big weekend coming up. It's Father's Day weekend, isn't it? Oh my goodness. You know, we all get super excited about Mother's Day and we say, couldn't be here without mothers, but you know what? We wouldn't be here without fathers either. So uh, make sure to give your dad a call and, and tell him how much you appreciate him. And, you know, I would love it if you guys would post on my uh, social media. Post, post a good story about your dad or a good memory or, you know, a picture or something. I, I would love to, you know, just something out of the norm that, um, you know, non navigating life related you know um i think that'd be fun and you know maybe we could all get to know each other a little bit better that way and hopefully not all of you guys will be too chicken to actually post something um and we can get you know maybe some laughs that would be great because we don't all laugh nearly enough uh let's see so what else um Oh, my granddaughter is due this weekend. I have a little Amelia Earhart due this weekend. And who big mama is big. Oh, she looks beautiful. She looks like she is ready to pop. And, uh, uh, yeah, wow, better her than me. But she does, she looks amazing and she definitely has that beautiful pregnant glow about her. So, uh, yeah. Um, I'm excited about that. Let's see. I'm actually recording this on the 15th. So, it is my niece Leilani's birthday. So, happy birthday, Leilani. She's 18 today. Oh, my goodness. Welcome to being an adult. It sucks. So, you know. Don't say I didn't warn you. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? Oh, boy. Let's see. Next week is my sister's birthday. And Monday is my friend Dan's birthday. Man, there is just a lot going on this month. Um, whew, so, now that we got all that taken care of. Oh, goodness gracious. That, was, that seemed like a lot today, didn't it? Hmm. Anyway, let's see. I've got a vacation coming up I'm looking forward to. I'm finally getting back out to California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, uh, I'm not going to live out there again, which makes me kind of sad because, you know, I enjoyed growing up out there, kind of. Um... And you guys know, I love the beach, but I definitely love going out there for my vacations and going and visiting the, the Stevensons and, and hanging out and going to the beach and we're, we're going to do our Catalina trip that got, uh, unexpectedly, uh, I don't know how to word it. <laughs> It got, it got rained on, so to speak. Um, 
Anyways, yeah, it got canceled when my ankle got broken. But we won't talk about that because there's still a little PTSD involved. Um, anyways, so let's see. What I really wanted to talk about today is, well, see, what I had originally recorded, I actually deleted because I'm going to re-record it next for next week because it's two episodes. And so I deleted what I had recorded and I'm now doing something else because I changed my mind. Yeah, that's how life works. Um, today I want to talk about doing the right thing when it's so easy not to. And, and what I mean by that is so many times being visually impaired, people want to just do things for me. And a lot of times people are, I see it a lot of times where people are very quick to, okay, yeah, do that for me. Yeah, do that for me. Yeah, do that for me. Okay, yeah, do it for me. Do it, you know. And a lot of times it's laziness. Um, because there's, okay, there's not a whole lot that I am unable to do. Okay, there's a lot of things that I am unable to do very well. <laughs> there are a lot of things that I don't want to do, right? And and isn't those are the typically the things that people will say, yeah, go ahead and do that for me, right? Those right the things that we don't want to do, and so when when somebody is offering us help if if the task that we're doing is something we don't mind doing we're quicker to say no no it's okay it's all right I got this it's, it's fine it's no problem I got it thanks though right but when it's something that we don't want to do then we're like yeah sure okay great thanks right now I understand that this is not just for visually impaired folks, okay? Everybody does this. And if you're going to sit there and tell me you don't do this, I'm going to tell you you're full of poo-poo because that's it's not true. And uh, in fact, that's a perfect example. If I'm... Let's see. Um, vacuuming. I don't mind vacuuming. And picking up Garmin's poop. Okay. If Justin offers both of which require some level of vision to do. Vacuuming a little bit less because you can just go in a pattern. But if, I won't even say Justin, someone with full vision, uh, David, comes and says, Hey, um, 
let me let me get the vacuuming done for you. I'm more likely to say, no, it's it's fine. I got it. Don't worry about it. Thank you, though. And on the other hand, if he was to say, hey, let me let me get that poop for you. Let me go out there and get that poop for you. I, I know it's hard on your back to bend over. Chances are, I'm more likely to say, okay, great, thanks. I appreciate it. Why? Because I don't want to pick up poop. Nobody wants to pick up poop. Hello? And, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm just using that as a and And to be honest with you, I don't like when anybody offers to help pick up my dog's poop. Because it's not anybody else's job to pick up my dog's poop. It's my job. And, I mean, I have asked for help doing it. And for various reasons. Like when I'm sick or whatever and it needs to be done before you know on Sunday when before the trash comes but it's a, it's not anybody else's job but it's I, I case in point my bathroom I, I hate cleaning my bathroom I really just hate cleaning my bathroom not because it's extra gross or anything like that no boys even use my bathroom so it's not like there's pee on the toilet seat or nothing I'm sorry was that TMI if any of you are going oh my gosh I can't believe she just said that I'm really sorry well not really but anyways it's not that my bathroom's gross I just don't like doing it it's just I don't like it so I used to pay my daughter to come over and clean it for me. So where am I going with all of this? When you have people around you that are willing to help you out, there comes a point in time where you need to realize that, okay, first of all, you have people that are there that are willing to help you out and number one, you don't want to take advantage of those people because when you start taking advantage of those people, those people aren't going to want to help you out as much. I can tell you that right now. You know, I, first of all, you never want to ask somebody to do something that you would not be willing to do if you were asked. Does that make sense? You know, like, I used to hate when my son's father, we would have to, you know, do the whole visitation. I would, he, his dad would fly him out to visit and I would have to fly him home. Well, his dad always thought it was funny to get him a flight where we would have to be at the airport at like 4.30 in the morning and the airport was an hour and a half away so we would have to get up at like 3 in the morning. I mean it was ridiculous. Um, I would never do that. You know what I mean? Because I would have to ask somebody for a ride at that time. And so I wouldn't 
ask somebody, I wouldn't ask that of somebody because I wouldn't want to turn around and get up at three o'clock in the morning if somebody asked me to. Does that make sense? Um, let me see. Let me think of another example. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to ask, I'm not going to ask somebody if I can borrow a thousand dollars if I'm not willing to turn around and loan somebody else a thousand dollars if they need it. You know, it's, it's about being consistent and it's about, you know, and that's not even so much of this, of, of, as like doing the right thing, but you know, you, if you, if you have, you know, the people in your life that are willing to help you and you have them consistently willing to help you and especially those that don't ask anything in return you don't want you don't want to walk on those people because what's going to end up happening is you're going to end up turning when you need something where they're going to be you know it's kind of funny um I've said before in other podcast episodes that even if you're not a believer in God, the Bible has so many instructions on just how to be a good person. And one of them is if you want to be a good friend, you have to act like a good friend. If you, I'm sorry, if you want to have good friends, you need to be a good friend. And part of being a good friend is knowing when to accept help and knowing when not to accept help. Now, there are multiple people at my job that I could ask for a ride home. I don't. I take the bus home. Why? Well, there's a few reasons. One, I have the dog, and I know it's a little bit inconvenient to have the dog in your car with all the hair and whatever, and not everybody is a fan of dogs. Two, I'm independent. I get myself where I need to go. I don't like waiting on anybody. I don't like having anybody have to wait on me. I like being able to leave when I want to leave. I, you know, the bus sucks. You know, it does. Today, it was awesome. I walked out, looked at the app. It said two minutes, and it was on time, and it was great. And it worked out great. I got off the bus. David was waiting to pick me up. It was awesome. You know? And that's such a good feeling. And I can't express that enough. For all of my visually impaired friends, that's point number one of this episode.
when you are able to accomplish something like that on your own, you feel so much better about your day. You know, I mean, yeah, it, my days are long and sometimes it's stressful and a lot of times it sucks, but you know what? I'm not relying on somebody else. I'm not begging for rides. I'm not getting annoyed when somebody doesn't show up for work or when somebody says, oh yeah, I'll get you home. And then they don't or whatever the case may be. I'm taking care of it on my own. And there's not a better feeling. Especially when you have a disability and you have to rely on others for so many things. The more things that you don't have to rely on somebody for, the better. And why is that considered doing the right thing? Because you're a grown adult. That's why. You're a grown adult that doesn't need to be coddled, that doesn't need to be catered to. You know, why should you be? I mean, look, we already get disabled parking. We get half price on the bus. We get to skip the line at a lot of places. I mean, it's... <sighs> Milking your disability is wrong. That's all I'm saying. And there are so many people that do it all the time. I see it all the time. And... It's unfortunate because it, it makes the stereotypes become more prevalent than the reality. You know, when people look at me in amazement because I'm at the grocery store or I'm out paying a bill or, you know, whatever the case may be, um, or talking to somebody about my job and people are like, wait, what? You have a job? Wait, huh? How do you know what bus you're getting on? And, you know, when, when, I mean, for crying out loud, it's, it's 2022, people and and folks are still amazed that people with visual impairments can have a job like that's that amazes me i don't get that the fact that the stereotypes are still out there the stereotype of the person tap 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 tap, tap tapping along with their cane and and sitting at home with their braille and book on tape. And I mean, I don't understand. And then I, I, I see and I hear and I think, and you know what? I was, you know, I was actually told by somebody once, um, when I first was saying that, I mean, a couple of years ago, I was, before I moved into this house, um, I was, I was 
Justin and I were living in a different house. And I was debating whether or not we were going to stay <clears throat> stay roommates. And uh, I was told, you know, there's an apartment complex that's all visually impaired people. You should check out living there. And I thought, what? First of all, I don't want to live with a bunch of blind people. Why would that? Why? Why would I only want to? Why would anybody want to only surround themselves with nothing but blind people? If I mean, I I just I I I I don't understand that. I understand, you know, having some blind friends because you know you got some stuff common and you know people to hang out with and and that kind of thing but I don't think I need to live in a community of blind people that just I don't I I that to me kind of sounded like a nursing home or something I I was kind of appalled and insulted, you know, and I thought that, you know, first of all, I had no idea that such a thing even existed, really, um, and I knew, I mean, up in Washington, there was an apartment building, but it was for students for um, the orientation training center. And so that I got, but the fact that there is a whole complex here with like eight buildings or something like that, I just, I couldn't believe it. And I mean, I don't know, maybe they're all, um, especially, uh, all the appliances and stuff. I don't, I really don't know. I, I was... I, I, I felt insulted, but I really had to kind of get past that because I knew that the person that had said that was not trying to be insulting. He was really just clueless and, and really thought that that would be helpful for me. But I really think that things like that can be a hindrance to people. And I feel like that when you enable people to be coddled, it, it's a hindrance and, and it, it makes it so that people can't grow. And I don't care how old you are when you're, when you're visually impaired, you have to constantly be able to grow because just with technology, you have to be able to grow. And I'm living proof of that, going from learning Braille to learning JAWS to learning Magnifier to learning how to use all these little random things on the phone. And, you know, um, it can be difficult. And, and I can see, especially for older folks, I mean, I'm almost 50 and I am not the most tech savvy person, but I, you know, I do all right. 
but I can see for older folks, especially those, you know, when they're, they're losing their sight due to glaucoma and things like that, folks up in their 70s and 80s, some of these things can be very, very difficult for them to learn how to use, you know, especially if there's cognitive things going on. And so a community like that definitely would be beneficial. But for somebody to, to uh, suggest that me in my 40s, this was a few years ago even, um, need to live somewhere like that was quite insulting. Um, and, and so, you know, this really, this whole idea of people being catered to and people, I understand, look, I'm not simply, I'm not unsympathetic to people with disabilities, and you guys should know that. But I also believe that if you don't earn what you have, it's not going to mean anything to you. And I'll tell you what, I don't have a lot, but everything I have, I worked my butt off for, and... It's all important to me. And everything I try to do, I try to do the best to the best of my ability, regardless of my visual impairment. Have now, have there been times I have said, Oh crap, I messed that up. I'm sorry, I didn't see it prop. I didn't see it right. Yes. But do I use my visual impairment as an excuse? Never. As a reason? Yes. As an excuse? Absolutely not. And if you don't know the difference between the two, get a dictionary. Well, I'm sure you don't have a dictionary, so Google it. But there is a difference. There's a big difference between a reason and an excuse. So, and I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to make you do the homework. About that. Mm. Um, so, you know, whatever you do, do it to the best of your ability, do the right thing. You know, if you, if, if you have a job, do your job properly, do it right. You know, don't use your visual impairment as an excuse to do your job halfway. You got hired to do a job to do specific tasks and you get paid a certain wage to do those tasks. So do them and do them right. Otherwise you're stealing from your boss. So don't use your vision as an excuse to steal from your boss. And you know, I'm sorry if you don't like it, but that's really, I mean, if you break it down, that's really how it is. So happy Friday. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you know, it, this just really hit me today. I don't know why. I, I really don't know why, but it just, it really hit me today that there just seems to be so many people out there. You know, I see all these people that are just like holding up signs, you know, need money, need money, need money. But yet every stinking strip mall in the valley has a store or a gas station with a help wanted sign. 
you know, I'm blind and I go to work every day. Wow. Every day that I'm scheduled. Why are you people not going to work? There are jobs. You know, do the right thing. You're not working for what you're getting. You're, you're stealing from other people is what you're doing. And it's wrong. It's just wrong. And, and, and seeing that, and you know, yesterday I saw it actually, and it just, it just bothered me. And, you know, going to work every day and the people I work with and working with as many people as I do that are visually impaired, you know, and, you know, Justin and I talk about it a lot and, you know, we get paid to go to work and do our jobs regardless of our visual impairment, you know, we get paid to show up every day just like everybody else, you know, and we're held to the same standard regardless. So that's, that's what I've got for you guys today. Um, I, I, I just challenge you to just do the right thing and, and be the best that you can. All right, <sighs> navigating life with Lauren Garman on Facebook, LinkedIn, and WhatsApp. At Garmin navigates on Twitter. Garmin navigates at Outlook.com. Have a wonderful Father's Day, fathers. Thank you for being great dads and for being the wonderful influences that you are. And to all you single moms out there. Thank you for being the mother and the father figure. I, from personal experience, know it is not easy. And uh, you are appreciated. And uh, happy birthday to all my birthday shout-outs. And hopefully I will have a little baby Amelia Earhart this weekend. Until Tuesday. Have a great weekend. All right, guys. Toodles. Toodles. <laughs>